Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Greg Jarrett, who I think is working overtime at Fox News Channel, given all the things we've been through in the last uh, 24 hours here. A couple comments before Greg about. The Tucker Carlson interview, uh, I haven't seen the number, Dan. We were betting 100 million people worldwide. I'm not sure. It was a bit of a snooze fest. And the takeaway was that Putin said, what is there to negotiate? We're not negotiating. It's not time to negotiate, which kind of surprised me. I like uh, Tucker asking him about, let me take the journalist home. He's not a spy. That was a good move. Of course, reject it. You did get a pretty good sense, though, of what it's like in Russia, their style, if you will. My God. All right, Greg Jarrett, we talked the other day about his book uh, on the Constitution and other patriotic documents, and we had a great caller that I wanted to tell him about before we get into the 25th Amendment get into what happened yesterday at the Supreme Court. Hey, Greg, welcome back. Yeah, I know it's a busy week. We had a call two hours after you were on, I think. They were that impressed that with the Constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents, the Einstein letter we, they uh, brought up, and they were getting it for their kids. Just wanted you to know that. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And, you know, I really did sort of write it for... The educational system, because as you and I talked about, you know, they don't teach this stuff, uh, and they should in classrooms across America. So I'm, I'm gratified to hear that. Yeah, and it takes uh, it takes an eye for that. The Einstein letter is one that would have been on my list. I mean, it's uh, it ties you into everything. So, Greg, let's yeah. start with the most immediate here. Uh, it seems to me the 25th Amendment, I thought, is well-intentioned. I get it. But this is uh, pretty cumbersome to do, and uh, I think they, they wrote it sort of this way because we're very skeptical. Imagine, for example, the abortive attempt to take Trump out under this. The country's not going to stand for this. It has to be overwhelming. Biden might be approaching it, but it would have to be triggered probably by Kamala Harris and the, and the, yeah. the cabinet. It would. Under the 25th Amendment, you've got to have a majority vote of the cabinet and the vice president. Then it gets tossed to uh, uh, Congress. And, you know, by two thirds majority, you've got to get uh, both houses to, to go along with it. And look, the cabinet's not going to do it. Why? Because they're enablers 
Uh, they're not going to do the right thing for the sake of the country or for the sake of Joe Biden's mental health. I, but I do have a column coming out uh, in the next hour or so, you know, about how alarming the evidence was in this uh, special counsel report of Biden's declining mental health and how it should really hasten his exit from the national stage. And if it's not, you know, the 25th Amendment, uh, then it should be prominent members of the Democrat Party who should take matters into their own hands. And, you know, I wrote a column on this two months ago. I predicted that as Joe's poll numbers continue to crater and his receding mental acuity becomes more conspicuous every day, every week, I think inevitably they will approach the Biden family and urge them to do the right thing, get Joe Biden to exit the presidential race, and that could happen any time before the Chicago convention in August. Because what we saw in that report should be alarming to every American. I mean, this is, her was essentially saying, I'm not going to prosecute, despite compelling, incriminating evidence that he violated the law, because he's a doddering old man who has little to no memory of anything. And this is the guy who, you know, is making decisions on behalf of our nation. It's frightening. It it is. And uh, the the so-called defenders, too, some of them are usually a little bit nuanced. They keep on saying, well, not morning uh, blowhard, morning Joe, uh, Greg. His uh, defense is, what is this guy, a neurologist? Why would he put that in? And the reason he put it in, I think, you just underlined it. If he's going to not charge this guy, even though there are some chargeable aspects, anybody protecting their own name and reputation and the integrity of special counsel has to give the reason why. And this is the yeah. reason why. Well, that's a no-brainer. Uh, sadly, Joe Scarborough has no brain. Um, and, you know, but even uh, rational, thoughtful uh, Democrats... Um, you know, like uh, Paul Begala came out. He said, look, that, that was just an utter disaster for Joe Biden last night. Now, I mean, it, it was a, an epic mishandling of, you know, how to address this situation. And, you know, Biden made it worse. I mean, there he was. You know, he said what he wanted to say, and then he walks off, and then he decides to come back. And you can just bet his handlers behind the stage are going, oh, no, God. no, no, yeah. don't go back. <laughs> I and think I saw Joe Biden. Joe Biden was yeah. reaching her hand out there. I was expecting a tackling might happen as he went yeah, back Yeah, I, I thought Jill was going to emerge and grab him by the collar and yank him back. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. so, of course, he proceeded to uh, confuse the Egyptian president, El Sisi, uh, you know, calling him the Mexican leader. And, I mean, it... And, you know, this comes after the last few days. He's He's been recounting conversations he supposedly had recently with foreign leaders who have been dead for years. You know, this is a guy whose critical thinking skills reflected in his inability to recall uh, has grown worse over time. And that's what the report said. And, they, you know, you've got 300 and 
you know, 45 pages of evidence of a chock full yes. of, of how, you know, Joe Biden can't think anymore. Let's uh, play this out with Trump. Now, I only went to law school and dropped out to do this. You're the real deal and have been and written brilliant books on this. But it seems to me that courts and maybe even jurors and all, Greg, take a look at things in big picture, not just the letter of the law. I'm talking about Mar-a-Lago. I'm talking about the Trump documents case, which I thought was the most danger for Trump on paper, anyhow, here of direct violations, potentially. And the special counsel went out of his way to differentiate. But in the minds of people, if one gets away with this, even if they're not exactly on point, are they enough on point where that's going to make that case more difficult? Oh, I think so. The optics of this are quite ugly because, you know, even if you seat jurors in the Mar-a-Lago case in Florida, in the back of their minds, they're going, wait a minute, Trump gets prosecuted, Biden doesn't. Um, and he doesn't because he's too demented and senile. You, you know, there's such a thing as jury nullification. If they think, uh, yes. you know, notwithstanding the evidence, you know, this is just fundamentally wrong. And, you know, the other difference is that, you know, Biden doesn't have the Federal Records Act defense that Trump does, because as, you know, the report indicates, a lot of these documents were taken, stolen by Biden when he was a senator. Uh, the Federal Records Act, which is the exclusive authority over you know, documents, only protects a president and arguably a vice president. Uh, not only that, but you know, Biden, although he lied about it last night, oh, I didn't share this with anybody. Well, yeah, read the report. In fact, it's on audio tape, him sharing it with his ghostwriter in 2007 and 2017. Biden also said last night it was a lie. No, none of these documents were highly classified. Yeah, they were. Top classification, top secret. It's in the report. So, you know, this is this is not good for Joe Biden, even though Heard basically out of sympathy says, I can't prosecute an old man. We're talking with Greg Jarrett from Fox News Channel, the author of the current book, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. Greg, you told us about this uh, document yesterday, the Einstein document. Uh, You know, other than the patriotic documents where we're talking about things we all would know, they got to be in this book. Give us another one like the Einstein. What else uh, comes to mind? The warnings of John Adams and uh, George Washington, Uh, you know, Adams cautioned that only the ballot box in a representative democracy would prevent men in power from becoming ravenous beasts of prey. In other words, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. He argued that the happiness of society is the end goal of government. And I, you know, I think we've sort of lost sight of that. And in George Washington, you'll read his uh, farewell address, which was actually ghostwritten by Alexander Hamilton. And he talked about unprincipled men who would undermine freedom uh, and ruin our democracy. Well, he was right. Sadly, that warning has fallen on deaf ears.
Thank you, Greg. I know busy week, a lot more coming up. Uh, Greg, thank you. Thanks for being on this week. My pleasure, Tom. Always good talking to you. All right, Greg Jarrett here. Uh, what a treat. The Constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents. All right, a little revolutionary uh, touch there from Dan. 855-839-1210. Uh, we have good ones on Twitter, Dan. I'm not sure. Uh, Ken's was pretty good or, that we're explaining this. People yeah. Are, yeah, yeah. Um, They're great on Twitter. Yeah. Give us another one from Twitter for the side question. Well, here's some, maybe a little bit political, but uh, yeah. so who or what is something absurdly famous that people truly don't know enough about? Uh, Marcus has two great answers, one political, one non-political, one political being the COVID-19 vaccine. Ah, Everybody knows of the COVID-19 yeah. vaccine, but do we really know what goes into it? Right. And also, Dom, we all know of this, especially here in this region, but do we really know what goes into it? That being Scrapple. That is... Would, I saw that. Now, that would be a potential winner. Everybody is Scrapple. What is Scrapple, though? Haggis. Stuff like this. As soon as I hear Haggis, no, that's not for me. I'll pass on the hag. you know. Certain things, I don't know. I have a sense of what's in there. I'm not sure what's in there, but I'm not going near it. And, and just stuff that you, you've heard of it, but not many people can tell you how it works either. Like, for example, how about the Electoral College? My favorite. I could explain that. Have me over for an hour. I could do at least an hour on that, Dan. And something you hear often on the Dom Giordano program, but how, how do they calculate it? The math that goes into it, I don't think anybody knows. That being same-game parlays. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. They have to have brilliant guys there to come up with these, how close they are when they set these odds. What are they looking at to be that close? Or, you know, how does it work and more money comes in this? How does it move the line? What is the line, by the way, for Sunday? Is Kansas City still getting points? Pull it up right now. Let me see. I'm shocked at that. I, I I think most pundits are taking Kansas City. Music's incredibly relaxing. Yeah. Put me to sleep. Like, still pulling it up. Sorry, Dom. That's okay. 855-839-1210. Okay. Uh, yeah. Two and a half points. They're getting. Uh, San Francisco's favorite at two and a half. God. Mm-hmm. Still not believing that. All right. 47 and a half is the over-under. Um, I would take the over for that, and I usually don't, but... No, I got to take Kansas City. So I don't get Kansas the... City with the points, two and a half. Yeah, even without the points, I take. It. How about so you? You take a money line, Kansas City. Yes. Okay, and then over forty-seven and a half. Yes. Uh, bet ten dollars wins twenty-six bucks just on those two. If you okay. Pair those two. Yeah, I might put parlay. those down. Yeah, I, I just don't understand this. Mahomes seems invincible to me. I'm not impressed the last few games with uh, Sam Fran. Are you? I mean. They won, but it wasn't. No, that, I'm not know. impressed by the Super Bowl in general. Like it's yeah. just, it's not. There's, it's not ringing for me. Right. Like past Super Bowls have. I just don't care that much. Is it just because I hate both teams? It's... Well, I have a big rooting interest against. Uh, and now Brittany Mahomes, Dan, is uh, one of the people that will be in the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. Oh, oh boy, yeah. never ending. Hey, so I did a four-leg parlay here yes. uh, with your uh, Chiefs money line uh, over match points. And I gave any time touchdowns to McCaffrey and Kelsey. You think that's fair? McCaffrey and Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, $10 now wins you $64. Okay. That's pretty good. That yeah, I'd be yeah. surprised. I would take Kelsey out of the game. Sorry, buddy. You're not even going to sniff a catch today. And let's see what happens. Uh, throw the ball to Scanlon. Let's see how long that goes on. 855-839-1210. Mini on yeah, YouTube yeah. just uh, gave us a great, great answer for the side question. Something you're familiar with, the name of, but don't really know what it is exactly. Mincemeat. Yes. Yeah. That is a good well, one. I still have yeah. no idea what mincemeat yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. That mince pie. What's, yeah. what's with the mince? Okay. It's dried heard? fruit, spirits, yeah. and spices. Yeah. And often beef suet. 
Beef suet. There we go. That's, you know, you're you're into something here. You don't want to know. At one point in history, though, mincemeat did contain meat, notably beef or venison. Okay. But it's mince suet now. And dried fruit. Okay. Uh, and... Moments ago, Dan, we might find the sound on this. Uh, Kamala Harris slammed the special counsel and defended Biden's health. How sharp he is. I wish people could see that. Well, guess what? Her did see it. And we see where this is going. My God, this woman can't be president. Oh, no. Even for a moment, even for a nanosecond. Vice President Harris. Another word salad I see in some circles here. Here's what she said about the special counsel report. Listen, I have been privileged and proud to serve as vice president of the United States with Joe Biden as president of the United States. And what I saw of that report last night, I believe is, as a former prosecutor, um, the comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. October 7th, Israel experienced a horrific attack, and I will tell you, we got the calls, the president and myself, in the hours after that occurred. It was an intense moment for the commander-in-chief of the United States of America, and I was in almost every meeting with the president in the hours and days that followed. Countless hours with the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, the heads of our intelligence community, and the President was in front of and on top of it all, asking questions. Okay, now, now they're using Israel. This started to play out last night. He did it over two days. So he did it on the um, 8th and 9th, as I remember. Also, the special counsel report says that in 2017, with the ghostwriter, they have the tape of that, they have all that going on, because classified documents apparently were involved in a book that the ghostwriter was helping with. So here's what Kamala, here's what prosecutor Kamala should do. Let's release the tape. Let's see, let's see what goes on here. Let the American people, let's see a transcript of it. Let's see him not be able to remember even being vice president, according to the special counsel. Let's see if the special counsel's making it up, or this is what we see with our own eyes every day. It is incredible the lengths they will go to to fight on this. But we know that's what we're up against. There's no surprise, no matter what level they go to on this. That's what it's about. They want to keep power. They want to continue this agenda. She's got to know deep down, though, based upon any gut instinct, any polling that we see, they don't think that she can win a general election. I don't think she can. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. So that's why they're left adrift here, and I still maintain they're going to go back to Biden on this. They're going to try to ride this over the finish line unless Michelle Obama really wants it. The great unknown. I don't think I agree with Dan on this that she does, even though they're trying to arrange it so it would be no must, no fuss to become president. That's the only way you're going to get over Kamala Harris. And you know what? Let's just take a moment today to see the progressive policies of affirmative action. They told Biden, Clyburn, it has to be a black woman. And he ended up picking Kamala Harris as the VP choice. South Carolina was key. African-American voters are over 50 percent there. Biden wasn't doing well. That put him over the top. He then delivered on his promise and put Kamala Harris in there. A ridiculous thing out of the whole country to determine it has to be an African-American woman. But that's what the deal was, and that's why we're stuck with Kamala Harris. If they had a better VP choice here, the path would be different. They know it. And uh, Newsom in his heart of hearts and Murphy and these others, I know they believe you can't jump over Kamala Harris. How do you do that inside this identity politics of the Democrat Party. I would be shocked if they were able to do it. There is no opening on the Supreme Court, and I don't think that would be good enough for her. I started to look this morning at ages and health and all that. They only have three people. Uh, I don't see uh, Sotomayor wanting to quit. And Keegan, uh, maybe they could force her out. Maybe they would do something there and put Kamala Harris on the Supreme Court, maybe that would be the deal. I don't think so, though. She's got the upper hand here. Whatever happens, she has the upper hand. If he's forced out, she's president, and she can win or lose, potentially. If he's not, and they have another term, what are the odds that he's going to survive that term? Now, Kamala Harris, they put into the seat here, And it's going to be very, very difficult to move on from that. So even though it's maddening, even though we heard Greg Jarrett talk about the security of the country, I agree with all that stuff. I'm taking the long view, though. And the long view says to me, Biden is incredibly beatable. And that's what we have to do. And that's what we have to hope for. I know that takes until November. It seems like forever. The same thing with the border and all these other things. No, we're not making a deal here. And trying to force him out is not the way to go. 
because I don't think Harris would be their choice ultimately. And do you really want Kamala Harris at the helm for even a day or two? 855-839-1210. Let me go to Lisa in Philly on Talk Radio 1210. Oh, well, let me put Lisa on hold there. All right. What was that? I don't know. That, I'm that very was, curious. Yeah, we'll find out here. Let's go to Alan in Yardley. Hey, Alan, afternoon to you. Hey, Dom, thanks for taking my call. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you covering all the issues so well. Well, thank you. Um, I have two little comments, or one little comment. I, I have to say I love Jim's impersonations. It adds so much to the show. And um, you keep talking about Michelle Obama. Can you imagine her on foreign policy? Yes, uh, she's never been challenged about anything in any way, wow. shape, or form. It reminds me of Tammy Murphy on a lesser level. You're right. And on something like that, uh, what's her knowledge base? What would she really know? Exactly. And I know you would point that out. Oh, I have one other comment on Joe and Exton. <laughs> uh, a while ago, you guys were flummoxed on why he would comment on the Rolling Stones. Do you remember that? Yeah. In one yes. of the in one of in one of the side questions, he commented yes. using the Rolling Stones. Well, he's a Renaissance man, so of course, <laughs> I think yeah. you have to consider he's a Renaissance man. We're so, keeping that in mind. It's just on, you know, it was last tango in Paris that got my uh, be, because yeah. he said that Marlon Brando to the uh, what was it Bertolucci uh, Maria Maria Berta something uh, was talking yeah. to her about life and all. That's not what I remember. But but you always can uh, tie him to the classics. But he's a Renaissance man, so he has he has modern knowledge. Then what? I love that we're now starting theories about him. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's he's, great that he's yeah. such a man of mystery. That yeah, he uh, is. Yeah. He, he well, he's he's clearly a knowledgeable man, and and he's it's a lot of fun to listen to. So, um, so my side question. Yes. Uh, so, everyone understands that the government has money to spend. But I contend that many people do not truly understand that they are spending their own money. I would agree with you. That is a great insight. Josh Shapiro doesn't get it, too. He says you took $14 billion, too much of their money, with the Rainy Day Fund. So I'm going to spend it now. Can I expand it just a little bit, Alan's answer? National debt. Like, I look at that national debt calculator. I'm like, where are these numbers coming from? Well, it's the money borrowed from other countries, China principally. Yeah. I know it's weird and nobody seems to worry about it. You see that clock going off and all that. Yeah. I'd like to install one at the Giordano's house with Roe just to see the. <laughs> so uh, stressful. See, uh, yeah, to know, to see the spending as it uh, continues to me. Yeah, we come out in the middle. Let's face it, I, I could be the uh, budget head that you'd want. And Roe. Uh, uh, she uh, spends and thinks the rest. Oh will no, come, Maisie's so. the budget head. She'll be the. Uh, yeah, you, you know? know what? That's uh, you, you're a winner there with Maisie yeah. being the budget person. Yeah. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That's how you get on board. I think we have finally broken through here with what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for something that everybody knows. They've heard of it. It's famous, but they really don't know. Till they couldn't tell you much about it. Oh, I got a great one. Go ahead. Smedley has it. Mona Lisa. Ah, that's the, a the great person. One. Uh, yeah, like Mona yeah. Lisa. We, yeah. we we know who she what she looks like, but do we really know who she was? Here's a good one. Infield fly roll. It's a great one. People have vaguely fantastic heard one. Yeah, about like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how, how does <laughs> I have no idea? Yeah, exactly. Or a bulk. Yeah, 
You know, do, do you know how balks work? Yeah, well, it's a come to a stop and all that. Yeah. Really, yeah, but exactly, I, yeah. you know it when you see it. Pornography, you know it when you see it. That's what the Supreme Court said. <laughs> well, we can't define it, but we know it when we see it. The internal combustion engine. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Dan, but can you imagine the nine members of the current Supreme Court sitting around saying, eh, I don't think that's pornographic. And the other saying, "Ah, eh, yes, it is." They're all sitting with it yeah, on the desk yeah, in front yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear Sotomayor on that. Yeah, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Jump in now here. Uh, we're awaiting the call of Joe of Exton. Maybe we should schedule him for certain times each day, uh, just so as many fans. We need Joe of Exton shirts made. Tom Giordano show uh, flipping through the dials, trying to see what CNN, MSNBC doing a bit last night as the Biden gaffe happened about Mexico. And who did we see that made a return appearance? Kind of surprised on a big light night like this. They tapped in Jeffrey Tubin. Here's Whoa, Tubin's yeah, back. Tubin. The tube the is back. back. Uh, the deuce, the tube, and... Uh, That's a horrible nickname he, for him, by the way, I, the tube, after what happened. I have to tell you, he is a good <laughs> panelist, though, to have. Because he dismissed the charges, saying, you know, they don't add up, they shouldn't have indicted him anyhow. But Dan, on his side, he's the first one, Ro and I are saying, aren't they going to say something about Mexico? He's the first one to jump in with Mexico. Here's Jeffrey Tubin. Mexico? 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 Where did that come from? I mean, that's the only thing anyone's going to remember from this. I, you know, he was exonerated here. And, and I think it's an easy call that he was exonerated. And I think legally, he's never had a problem with this because the issue of criminal intent was quite clearly absent in the Biden case and certainly according to the accusations in the um, in, in the Jack Smith indictment is very much present in the in the Trump case. I think they are very different. And the report even spelled this out. But Mexico, I mean, politically, how do you explain that? That is a great question. We know why. Seeing Jeffrey Tubin up there. And uh, Roe vague, Dan, to the point of today's side question, Roe vaguely knew something. Then I explained the Zoom call with Tubit. Got to give him credit. How do you come back from that on a Zoom call? My God, I wonder who the other participants were on the Zoom call. Uh, 855-839-1210, uh, you get on board breaking down exactly where this goes next, uh, that's uh, what we're looking at. In addition to which, how this cuts toward Trump and his case with the documents, it helps big time. So the only case left that I think is going to be center ring out of the big, four big cases with President Trump is Jack Smith, mano a mano, in the January 6th case, uh, the insurrection case. But no insurrection has been charged. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. So how in the world is Trump going to find any guild, election interference, insurrection in that case? And the bottom line is it's not going to happen. Okay? If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. 
Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. But the danger is, looking at the polling, people are saying even if he's convicted of one out of the 91 charges, they couldn't support him. I'm still saying I don't know that it will go that way, but that's where we're headed. Uh, Tucker Carlson last night, as I said, the big takeaway with Putin, Putin's very difficult in this. Look, he's, he's untrammeled. He talked for a half hour on why Russia would invade Ukraine. Uh, he uh, just rambled all over the place, but, you know, they got the interview. Dan, did you happen to see or hear? I didn't see a count. Did we go by the count on uh, the uh, feed from Twitter? It wasn't huge when I looked at it. Oh, it's big. It's How big. much? Uh, it, we, was, we, it was like 112 million when I left. It was? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I'll pull it up right now. Give me one yeah. second. Yeah. Here's the thing. It was as boring as hell. My God. When Putin went back to the 12th century, the 8th century, Ukraine, the difference with language and the explanation and all that, I mean, one thing I took from it, Putin still looked okay. He didn't seem to be physically ailing. Uh, He is a, you know, smart guy, worthy adversary in that sense. But ridiculous to see some of the arguments he made. Can I just dunk real quick? Because you remember what number I said it was going to be yesterday when you asked me? Um, you said by today, what's the number? How many views is this? Yeah, I think I said 100 million. You said something a lot more than that. I said I said more than 100, less than 200. I said 140. Yeah, it's something. currently sitting at 134.1 million views. God. Yeah. All right. So it tells me a lot of our listeners saw this pre-Biden. I guess they were watching it. Did this uh, did this clarify anything in their mind? Did they see Putin's point of view? Can I offer another angle that no one's talking about? Yeah. I just, the detriment that I see here. Uh, this kind of, I, I was watching this interview and I thought this really gives Putin something to his people to say, hey, look, everything I'm telling you about America is 100% right. Here I am telling an American journalist and look, here he is agreeing with me. Did he agree though? I I can't say not, not that. Give, you yeah. know, not, not necessarily agreeing with, but giving, uh, you know, uh, no, some just cause to truth to right. it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I really think even what whatever the ground rules were, you can't let the guy talk for 31, 32 minutes about all the grievances of Russia. And that's why they invaded Ukraine. That's ludicrous. And Tucker, uh, you know, uh, believes we blew up the Nord Stream and the stuff like that. He gave him full ground on that. He did run down America without being challenged. I I don't know how this cuts then the Putin interview. It seems like a nothing after the Biden stuff. But I still maintain this. And it bothers me when Trump goes off praising Putin. Just just don't praise him. We we don't need that. You're not gonna buddy up with him. He is maniacal. He's looking at his own deal here. Did you happen to notice, Dan, when he talked about to Tucker Carlson? Yeah, you tried out for the CIA and the CIA wouldn't take you. Wow. I mean, it's this type of stuff that he does. You needed more pushback there. You needed more of an Yeah. <laughs> you needed more of an O'Reilly approach. You you can't humor this guy and get out of him illicit stuff. 
He's going to talk for a half hour about all of his grievances. He's just a smart, maniacal killer. That's what he is. That doesn't mean our policy in Ukraine should be different. It just means don't tell me about what Russia thinks on this. All right? Don't tell me how we have to understand their point of view. No, he wants to restore Mother Russia. That's what he's doing, and he hopes to get away with it. He said nothing about negotiating a peace. It's time to do that. He dismissed that last night. Like, like, I feel like this clip right here, though, is probably what I was talking yeah. about earlier in my point before. It's probably being circled on Russian state media. Just because... Oh, yeah. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have... Do you have... Uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the guy, the translator, was, I think, uh, parsing different stuff in there with them. You see how difficult this is to do it because you're waiting for the translation. I don't know what the ground rule is here about how much you can interrupt. You got to be respectful. He's the head of state on paper. But a little bit more from Carlson, a little bit more pushback here. You know, would have been welcome. A little bit more of making the point rather than open-ended questions. Well, they say you're a killer. How about talking about uh, Navalny? Uh, how about talking about any number of people that have fallen out of windows? And if he says, what about your CIA? Give me a break. So I guess my question is this. Do you have to go along with lock, stock? And that's the thing that bothers me with some people. We can be against spending too much for Ukraine. We can be against Zelensky. We could see the corruption there. We could be seeing about stopping unending wars. But do you have to be in the tank and go with Putin? I don't understand that. I don't understand why people lose their mind with this. We can't keep them in separate columns. Stone Cold Killer. Chinese, the bigger threat. Just lay it out. Those are the points. Don't we agree? 855-839-1210. Coming up, your calls. And uh, we'll give you some... Good stuff to see this weekend uh, coming up, film, TV, and all. Our uh, guys are both on vacation or incommunicado today. Uh, We'll have all that for you with Dan. Dan and I will shoulder that. Dom's Money Melody at about 2.13 today is a really good one. But uh, I'm surprised at the number, Dan. How are you watching? I had trouble getting through that first half hour. How about you? Did you watch that? First half hour of Tucker? Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was brutal. Yeah. When he, was, when he got to the 8th century, I said, that's it, buddy. Come on, we're cutting to the chase. Let's talk about the plutonium in the teapot here. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody's sick. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon that Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time. Or Scott or Neil joins. But Scott's down there in Universal Studios. And I think Neil's still out in Las Vegas. So... You know what? I'll tell you what I've been watching, Dom, and I want to hear your opinions on some of these things. Hey, before you do that, I, uh-huh. ma- I make a motion that when both are on vacation or out of pocket, we bring Joe of Exton in oh, for I love an that. entertainment review of what he's watching and what we should have for the future. We can make that happen, so we will yes. plan to do that in the future. Yeah, Joe, exactly. expect calls when uh, both yeah. Neil and Scott are unavailable. You're yeah. going to be in. You're going to yeah. be in. Okay. Uh, Dom, last night, me and Maisie started watching something new. Uh, Narcos creator on Netflix has a new series out starring Sofia Vergara from Modern Family. We all know her. A fantastic, uh, fun actress, but now playing a more dramatic role as she leads a... Uh, right. 
a drug. She's a drug kingpin down in Miami. She plays uh, Griselda Blanco, the godmother of uh, you know the '70s drug trade, bringing it to Miami and such. And, and Dom, th- this lady, she was so obsessed with being called the godmother, she actually named one of her children Michael Corleone. It's Michael Corleone oh, Blanco, man. and he's doing interviews yeah. now promoting the show. But very good, but very heavy on the, uh, you know, women power, the, all the, you know, the men, the police officers. The way police officers are portrayed is uh, very negatively. Right. Uh, but I do suggest a very entertaining series, and it's very fun to see Sofia Vergara in a, in a role that's not Modern Family. She's more dramatic, and, it's a lot of, and she's great in it. She's really good in it. Surprising to me. Um, so that's number five streaming on TV, Dom. Number one streaming TV show right now, Mr. and Mrs. Smith starring Donald Glover. Check that one out, the first episode. It's a remake of the classic story of, you know, sleeper agents that sign up for a CIA-type job right. where they're activated, they're given, you know, a Mission Possible-type things where they're, you know, told to do some uh, a mission that they're not familiar with. It stars Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino. It's getting a lot of positive reviews. I thought it was pretty good. I'm just sick of the remakes, and I don't think we need to keep remaking things. Uh, it's... Uh, I don't know. Come up with some original ideas, like the number one streaming movie that you got to see this past weekend, and the theme's playing behind us right now, and I, I want to dunk because I, I was ahead of it because it's now super popular, and everyone seems to be talking about it. That's Paul I'm Giamatti's surprised, though. The Holdovers. I, mean, I loved it, but why would this? Because it's not exactly fun fodder, you know what I mean? But the it's, Holdovers? It's like an American... It really feels like a original, originally written American classic Right, released in 2024 that we're going to look back in 20 years and say, you know what, that was a great film. It, it, it's you just don't see it often anymore. It's it, that's why I feel like it feels original. It's a pretty dark film. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's a very human film, right? Like it's it makes you think about yourself to a degree and mm-hmm. what these people are going through. I, I highly suggest uh, one thing that you've really liked too. Number eight streaming still, even though it's over, I believe. FX on Hulu, Fargo, Dom. Your overall thoughts on the series. Oh, it's great because it changes every year, but it has the same underpinning of these are real stories, as incredible as they are. And the people, the actors that they get are big time, particularly this year. Uh, Number two streaming movie, Dom on Apple TV Plus now, available, Killers of the Flower Moon. Have you got to check that one out? No, I've not seen it yet. I haven't either, but I've heard great things. But also, weirdly, one of the top streaming films coming from Philo, AMC, I guess because of the week being... Uh, we saw him earlier this week. Uh, Groundhog Day is back. The 80s film is one of the top streamed film this past week. Lou Gall used to talk about courses, religious courses, about Groundhog Day. Now, I make that point because I prefer that versus what DJ just sent me. Penn State Burks has this big Taylor Swift course <sighs> and about gender and communications and about women, what they can profit by learning about Taylor Swift. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Does it, will it end? So two more things. Um, Masters of the Air, Apple TV+. Plus. I suggested it last week, but still continues strong. I think fourth episode right. this week. Band of Brothers creators now with a, uh, a bombing squadron. World War II over Germany. Just uh, It's sad. It's crazy to see what these soldiers had to go through. And finally, Dom, uh, The Greatest Night in Pop on Netflix. It goes into the backstory of We Are the World. Um, and the production behind it, the American Music Awards, they got together, and uh, Lionel Richie really got just the, the top acts, the top in the acts, to spend a night together. They, they went to like 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, recording the video and the song for We Are The World, and it's a great, great documentary that I highly suggest you check out. I don't know if I'm biased because it goes into production, uh, but I, I thought it was great. So maybe you and Ro can check that out over the weekend. That's all, all I got, right. though. Well, you scored on the holdovers. I agree. Ro agrees. Uh, Paul Giamatti is just a great actor. He really hasn't had so many things that uh, 
he's been in that are as good as this. But he he makes it. He really does. All right. uh, Coming up, the White House is refusing to say if Biden will fire Attorney General Garland for releasing this special for appointing the special counsel and then releasing this report. Why are they refusing to say that? We'll get into that. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 